You're listening to another edition of Interview with DJ Nocturna. Thank you for tuning in. Please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel and uh, please uh, make a comment if you like the interview. This morning or this afternoon, I'm speaking with visionary artists. She's also um, a singer-songwriter and photographer. Her name is Adesulina. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you for joining me. I know it's a good afternoon over there in, in New Mexico, right? It is. It is afternoon in New Mexico. It's starting to warm up just a little bit, and uh, the fall colors are coming in nicely. Oh, yeah, just like here. I mean, we're in the morning, and I, I'm usually talking to somebody, like either they're in the evening time somewhere in Europe, or they're in the afternoon, like somewhere where you are. And I'm always in the morning, so I'm always drinking my coffee, and I got my bat, my bat mug. Nice. So a, a friend of mine did this for me. His name is Joey Ciarella. Oh, that's great. And, uh, yeah, and he makes these pottery. And look, he, it's, it's actually, this is one of a kind. And I just do a little plug for him. <laughs> that's fantastic. No, that is really fantastic. I love it. Yeah, he has this um, Etsy page called Demons in My Tea. And uh, his name is Joey. Um, let me see the website. Yeah, he does an Etsy. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Very so. cool. I'll check that out. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. And um, I've been uh, wanting to interview you for a while since I heard you on, uh, you know, some uh, collaborations you've done. I know you worked with uh, guitarist for Bauhaus, Daniel Ash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Early on, that was like back in uh, 2010, I believe. Yeah. With a song called um, The Soldiers of Every Day. Yes. And, uh, you know, he actually came to Hawaii, you know, and I met him. Oh, how nice. Yeah, when was that? Oh, gosh, it was a long time ago. I would say maybe like 2005. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember those days. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, he, was D- he, had, he, was D- he was DJing for my event called Acid Wash. Oh, uh, you know, I have a vague memory of that. Do? Oh, wow. I do. I do, because I had just kind of gotten back in town about that time and uh that was uh was having a lot of interaction with Daniel at that time we lived close by and um and yeah he was getting really into DJing uh for a while he was going by DJ shag toy this was one of his things and uh uh, yeah, no, I actually do have a have a memory of that time and and everything. So that's cool. I, that's neat. To yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah, I have a picture with him too. And then uh, I remember it was pretty cool. I mean, it's an '80s night. I know he rides motorcycles. He was he had a. I know I, he probably still does. He has a passion. Oh yes, he will always ride motorcycles. <laughs> it is yes, he he rides. Mo- he has motorcycles. He rides motorcycles. He talks about motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how did you collaborate with him on this uh, single? Um, it's actually a really, it's, it's a pretty special story, actually. Um, I met Daniel around 99, 2000, um, because he moved to the area I was living in, in Southern California. He lived in a, a house with a close friend of mine. And um that's how we met and we became friends and knew each other for a long time. And I wrote a song that I uh, sang and dedicated to the same friend years later. Mm -hmm. And it ended up being the last night that I saw him alive. 
and he oh. passed away a few days later. Our friend Christopher Columbus was his real name. Oh. <laughs> and uh, um, so I sang that song at his memorial. Daniel and I helped oh. helped put a memorial together for this friend of ours. And I ended up singing the song at the memorial um, because of that. And so um, then Daniel uh, wanted to record it. And so he was working in a local studio at the time, maybe because he had been working on a Bauhaus record right about that time. I can't remember, but he had been working at the studio. And, and so we just went down and um, recorded the song very um, impromptu, shall we say. Uh, we just He just got on the keyboards and I got in the booth and we just kind of went with the song. And um, that's kind of how that recording came along. And then later on, our other friend, Christopher, uh, Christopher Minister, heard the recording and said, oh, Dan, you got to put some more music to this and put it out. And, and so he ended up doing more production and, and then we ended up uh, releasing it. Uh, then years later after uh, the recording oh. took place. Um, but yeah, it was really for a, a close friend of ours and um, came out of just years of friendship and for mentorship. He helped me with um, music a lot and, and loaned me equipment. And, and um, yeah, we just kind of had a local like we were just local musicians mm -hmm. just doing stuff, you know, it was very, uh, very yeah. uh, kind of uh, personal, I guess, um, experience, which was really nice. So Yeah, yeah it's really funny how, you know, we meet people and there's a connection and it's just, that's the way it is, you know, it's such a small world, huh? It is, yeah. And Daniel really was coming into a phase where he was wanting to get away from it all. And, uh, and so kind of coming back to the roots of music and just, you know, where he began kind of doing music in the local scene and not before he was very famous. And he was really into kind of having those experiences again, getting back to the kind of original creative mode. So yeah. uh, that's what that song came out of. In fact, that single I, is that i believe it's in the cd called freedom i love which is a limited edition yeah um, yes yeah yeah it, it would be nice if you guys can collaborate again and make another song you know it would be and people <laughs> do keep saying that it's it's it, you never it's hard to plan these things you yeah. know and uh uh but um maybe i'll i'll uh, give them a call one of these days and see if we can, <laughs> we can pull something together <laughs> So, you know, yeah. um, your name is very unique. I, you know, if you Google it, you're the only one that comes up with Adeselina. Yeah. And, and I know there's a meaning to that. It was given to you by your godmother, who is a Buddhist teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And it means providing the meaning. I think that's what it means. Uh, something like that. Well, what is what does that mean? So um, the name is uh, they kind of the original name is Atasalini. Oh. And it's the title of a book, which is part of the Pali Canon, which is basically all the real like official texts of Theravada Buddhism um, in uh, what used to be called Burma. I can't help but still call it Burma because it was Burma when I was named that. So it's mm -hmm. Myanmar now. And it was something else, I imagine, when these texts were first created. Um, 
but uh, it's a um, it's a yeah, it's a book within all the texts of Buddhism. Probably a lot of people in like Buddhism has a lot of contemporary integration now, um, but people maybe don't realize like how many um, texts there actually are in terms of like the original school of Buddhism was the Theravada school. And um, it's very... Um, it's it's there's a lot there's a lot of information there's all these classifications of states of being and and it's a lot more intense and intellectual I think than than people realize in terms of um like what it's like it is a religion but it's also not a religion it's very much like an examination of the mind in a very practical real sense very scientific sense you could say so that book is um it's it translates as providing the meaning because that book explains what the buddha meant in the Dhamma Sangani, which is the classifications of all the Dhammas, which is basically all the states of existing in terms of like uh, different states of, um, you could say desire or suffering or compassion or like, but they're all broken down into like really specific. Those are like the general states. Then they have like has like these all these very specific descriptions it goes on for many many pages i've never read the whole thing <laughs> and uh, um so anyway my godmother uh came from was a teacher in that lineage of the theravadan lineage and for some reason decided that that was her inspiration uh was the idea of of understanding, I guess, that and um, considered it a blessing. Well, and you know, hopefully, hopefully she's listening now. I mean, well, she would be listening from the spirit world. Okay, okay. And, uh, listening she, now. <laughs> she, she may very well be. Yeah, she passed away uh, in 2015. Oh. Um, and uh, that was in the inspiration for the project uh, that I'm working on right now, actually. Yeah. So, so um, I know you, you grew up in, um, in Venice beach. Yes. Ohio, Ohio Valley. Yeah. And you, you started, you know, you, you were very musically inclined, even as, even as a child, right. You were, you played the piano at a very young yeah. age. Yeah. And um, that's how you started with music. So you, you come, you come from a musical family with your, um, grandfather being a, a jazz artist as well right that's and, correct um, yes yeah. yes yeah so, he was a singer and a drummer you've been so inspirational with music you started off your band which is called the seraphim rising i love that name thank you that's, that's in 2008 and then yeah. um you had your release which came out a few years later life in suspension on halloween that's interesting yes. i like that <laughs> And then you also had your side projects on that, right? You also had your 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 own uh, without the band, just on your own. So you also wrote some of these songs, right? Yes. 
Yeah, well, pretty much everything that I've sung, other than cover songs, obvious cover songs, were are my songs. I've written the the lyric and the melody, and usually composed um, uh, the music to some degree as well. Um, although, like with Daniel Ash collaboration, he did all the music, and of course with John Fryer, he does all the music, and. Um, and uh, then, yeah, for the Seraphim Rising, it started out as a solo project and then grew into a band project. Uh, and so, um, so I was writing the songs for that project. Mm-hmm. And um, then uh, uh, now I'm continuing on just more as a solo uh, project, collaborating with different artists as well. And I'm also collaborating with members of the Seraphim Rising, but uh, just more um, uh, informally, I guess you could say. Yeah. I, in fact, I recognize some some people who helped master the mixed uh, tracks there. Martin Bowes, mm-hmm. I believe he's part of that. And, uh, yeah. and then the other album, the Heart, Heart of the Beast, uh, you got Darwin there. I also know Darwin. Yeah, yeah, Darwin. Yeah, he he uh, recorded and produced that uh, track, and we performed together for a little bit uh, back oh, yeah. in, in oh, 2014. Okay. Yeah, we performed um, at some uh, shows in California. Played at the Desert Stars Festival, and uh, just had a brief collaboration there. We happened to live just a mile away from each other for a little while. Oh so, yeah, I, I mean, look uh, at so it. that ha- yeah, so that was it's a small like you say it's a small world we keep yeah, it really is I mean, <laughs> there's a lot I mean, of connectivity and i actually met them in person you know i mean martin came to hawaii oh great yeah i brought him down here he loved it oh he's such a he's such a i didn't even know he did this um so i'm gonna mention that when i play the song because i didn't even know realize that you know he doesn't say much he's very uh humble humble guy you know he never yeah. talks about himself yeah. because uh yeah but uh god that's really interesting and then and then we know another person the, the legendary producer John Fryer, who's another yeah. person we know, yeah, and he's also been to Hawaii, uh, and I know he collaborated. You collaborated with him on his um, album. What's it called? Before the Before the Tears Came, Messages by Dreams, right? For Black Needle Noise. Yeah, we did that in 2016. That was uh, one of the at the very beginning of the project. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that track actually. I've been playing it. I played it a few times, and uh, oh, nice. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, we, we talked about that a little bit on my the interview that I had with him last week, which is the interview will be played like next week. Okay. So, yeah. um, and then uh, you collaborated with him recently too. There's a new album called Machine. Yes. Uh, a new single, but with yeah. a lot of remixes, right? Many, many remixes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they're they're all amazing too, and they're all yeah. very unique. So that was really that was really fun because yeah, it was like every week I was like, oh, there's another remix I get to hear, and yeah, they they were all really <laughs> unique interpretations. So that was a lot of fun, um, and uh, yeah, that uh, that was nice coming out of the year of the pandemic, obviously, um, and. Uh, was really wonderful to be collaborating with some people and putting out some music. And, and uh, so that, uh, that was really neat. I was really happy with that project. So did you do the lyrics for that one? Or did yes. you, you yes. Yeah. yeah, I did the lyrics and, and the vo- voice for that. And then I invited 
my friend Meredith uh, to do um, the uh, live violin performance for it as oh, well. Wow. So, uh, so yeah, that uh, was really lovely. And then, um, yeah, John, and then John, you know, put it all together in his magical way and uh, really created something special with that. That was, that was oh, really guy, nice. That guy is amazing. Yeah. He's, so, he's so funny. I mean, he's too funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's a lot of fun to work with. He's been great to collaborate with and and been become a good friend. And uh yeah, that that's been been really nice to do. So yeah. and of course met through Daniel essentially, not through Daniel, but because he was in town doing something on the stripped album i think daniel was doing that um we just so happened to bump into each other at the same hotel i had artwork in in this hotel in ojai and i was coming to pick it up and uh, he was in the lobby and so we we had a chance meeting and and uh stayed connected ever since so yeah, he actually mentioned yeah. that on the interview oh okay <laughs> there you go yeah yeah, yeah. it was uh and I, I was only in town, like just for those couple days, it was kind of, I wasn't living in town at the time. So it was a very, yeah, it was kind of, uh, you might say meant to be, yeah, it was a very short window that we would happen to have met each other there. And we just happened to do that. So, and I, of course, have been a fan of a lot of work that he has oh, yeah. had his hands on and, and listen, yeah, listen to him extensively. <laughs> so yeah, that, uh, that was great. Yeah, and, and that particular single is actually released on uh, COP International this year called Machine. So if anybody want to check that out, copint.com, where you can find that, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, also that's the, the label that John's working with now, and they're doing a lot of amazing work right now. Definitely worth checking out the label. Um, they have, yeah, a lot of amazing artists are putting some work out. I put work out this year, so... Now you have something coming up, right? I'm you're you're a photographer as well, and you have yeah. this um, new book. Uh, is that your first your first book? Is that one of your first photography book? It is. It yeah. is. It is the um. It's I'm, a musical. What's that? It's also a musical album, right? You yeah. Oh, this okay. is yeah. What I'm. This is my great work that I'm working on that I've been working on and I'm still working on it and it's uh, progressing. Um, it's called Freed from Rage and Sorrow. Uh, which is uh, taken from a quote attributed to the Buddha and uh, was inspired by the passing of my godmother a number of years ago. And um, yeah, it's a bunch of uh, black and white film photographs from my travels. Um, and uh, then is also a musical album that's um, going to feature songs that were written over a long period of time as well. Um, some of the songs that I've already put out, like the Heart of the Beast single, uh, mm -hmm. will end up going on the album. And uh, so, yeah, I'm recording right now and collaborating and um, working with John Fryer on that project oh. as well. And um yeah, just doing what we can under the pandemic conditions <laughs> every month. It's like, yeah. well, let's see what we could do today. Uh, obviously, working from home is uh, is um, good and I can get a lot of work done. So, yeah, hopefully we'll see more progress on that coming into the next year. Um, but um, so but, yeah, it's coming along. 
So a lot of the images that's going to be in this book, are they from just your experiences that you've had through the times? Um, I know you did some traveling many, many yes. years ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, a country. I guess you went, you went across the country. You were shooting photos and. I did. I had, um, we were living in Hollywood and things kind of went south and I had always wanted to buy a van and travel in the van. And so I decided to sell, basically we mostly sold all our possessions and bought this 1986 Volkswagen van. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's like living the life. <laughs> I mean, some people dream that they just they just dream it. They never do it. You know, it's true. Well, this was back in 2004 that we did this. So um, it was kind of in between where it was like before that was very fashionable with all the hippies and everything. And then, of course, it became in vogue again. But at that time, we were kind of in this weird space where people weren't really doing that too much. So um we were out on the road and of course there was very little cell phone coverage at that time and outside of the oh, city. Oh yeah, that was like, so, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we were, we were very on the road and we had a laptop and, and I was trying to blog in the early days. I mean, I, it was like, I was too far ahead of the curve on that one, but uh, uh, yeah, I was trying to do all of that back then when you had to like build everything by hand. And, yeah, the, I uh, mean, do you, do you remember the message boards? <laughs> Yeah, like message boards back then. Right, yeah. exactly. I was trying to like code a blog by by hand to design it. There was no Instagram, you know. But yeah, we we uh, traveled for about a year and off and on. You know, we come back and camp at my mom's place and stuff. But uh, we traveled mostly the the western United States, the Southwest and the Pacific Northwest, and I photographed a lot. And um, came back to Ojai and had some shows and started really working as a professional photographer again and established. And that's when I started doing, you know, kind of the phase of music and photography that I'm coming out of right now that, you know, is, has led me to where I am now. And um, so some of these photographs have been exhibited before, um, but many of them were images that never were shown kind of in that first time frame, and they are all kind of they're they're landscapes but they're also not not in the traditional sense um they're very grainy black and white film a lot of them are taken kind of just off the road mm -hmm. they're kind of like um you could, I kind of think it's almost like spiritual photojournalism. They're, they're photojournalistic images, but they're capturing an, um, a sense, like a feeling or a memory or something that reminds me of something. So it has a narrative about kind of the arc of my life's journey, because I've had a lot of visionary experiences and I've had some weird weird things happen to me. <laughs> uh, things are very karmic. Things are very connected, you know, like I am, I'm constantly connecting with these people that are all connected in these other ways that lead me to something that I need to be doing or whatever. So uh, the photographs are kind of an illustration of that experience. And um, so, yeah, they're very emotive. They're very meditative also. Um, I'm very interested in kind of that subtle experience and um, 
less of an intellectual experience and more of an emotive experience, I guess you could say intuitive experience. Wow, that's going to be interesting. So it's free <laughs> from Rage and Sorrow. That's yeah. a musical album and photography book. And yeah. when do you anticipate that you're going to be releasing that? I, I, I know it's kind of like you're still working on it, right? We're working on it. We're, We're working like, on it. Yeah, yeah. We'll hope to be able to announce that next year in terms okay. of uh, when that'll be released. Yeah, yeah. And you have a website. It's called AdisonLena.com. Yeah. If people want to check that out. And you, I know you have a, a Patreon group there. Right. Yeah, I have a Patreon that people have been subscribing to. Um, that is where I've been posting kind of the process of recording and working on the album and the book project. And um, uh, yeah, all my uh, music and a lot of the photography can be looked at on the website. And, you know, all the updates to what I'm doing are are there and I'm on social media as little as possible, but I'm there. <laughs> so. <We will. laughs> if somebody yeah. wanted to email you, uh, reach out to you or, you know, uh, a photo shoot or something like that, how do they do that? Um, yeah, for photography, the, if they go to my website and go to the galleries, there is an email address, um, that you can find on the page there. Um, my um, email uh, music contact is all on Facebook as well. So I'm, I'm definitely reachable. You can, um, uh, you know, shoot me a comment or a message on social media or, and I'll get it there as well. So um, yeah. <laughs> Be sure to uh, put your, uh, put a link on the bottom of this um, um, YouTube description as well. Perfect. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm looking forward to this book and the music that's coming up. And uh, and uh, thank you so much for the interview. Thank Any, you for anything, having me. Anything else you want to mention? Uh, no, I, I think we covered it pretty good. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. You know, I, next time I want to talk about that that spiritual awakening um, experience you've been, you've been having in another show. Because I think that's a very interesting topic. Yeah. Like, it, it deserves like a more time. Yeah. The different. Um, yeah. I'd be, I would love to do that. I, I was just. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll talk about it right after. That sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Yes. Thank just, you. Thank you so much for joining me. Just So don't, don't hang up. Okay. Let me just put it off. So thank you for joining me. All right. I'm going to end this right now.